You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Boom. Good morning, everybody. How are we doing? Uh, it's good to be back. I miss you. I hope everyone had a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. You can see the lights are off because, like, I'm still half asleep. I've got a really, really bad case of the Mondays. It's not as bad as COVID, but it, but it feels bad just mentally. I'm trying to get back into the swing of things. So we're going to do our best here. I think I remember how to start the show. Uh, let's find out if I can do this correctly. This is Pre-Market Prep with Joel Conan, Dennis Dick, and Spencer Israel. All right, I did it. Good morning, everyone in the chat. I see you all. Zippity, Yogi, Matty Ice, Alan, Dino, Terry, Red Rum, Shane, Chris. What's up? How are we doing? How are we doing? Let's bring on Joel. Let's bring on Dennis. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, guys, I missed you last week. I hope you managed okay without me. How was everyone's New Year's? Doing well, Spencer, and uh, the markets are doing well as well. Uh, we're trading up 26 and a quarter handles to 47.84.75. It's like that that close, that close never really meant anything, that big sell-off that we had in the last few minutes. Uh, pre-market high, 91 and a quarter. Uh, we just got to be, we got to get a 4,800 handle. Uh, we got three highs there from uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. So get above 4,800 and clear sailing. Uh, crude's up 15 cents to 75.36, just kind of hanging out after that big move off 73. Uh, gold, uh, we're over 220, uh, but we're down 660 at 18.22 even. Silver going the same way. That's down 14 cents, 23.21. Uh, Bitcoin stuck in a trading range, hanging out near the lower end of the range, but won't give in. Up 14.90 at 47,305. And Ethereum futures, they're going the same way. They're up $182.38.32. Uh, Triple D, how was the uh, how was the Canadian New Year? Uh, wow. Well- we actually get holidays here, so I don't know if they're celebrating it on today or if they were celebrating on Friday. But uh, you know, obviously here we don't get holidays for whatever reason on the New Year's, at least this year. But uh, yeah, no, it was good. I didn't. I actually didn't even bring it in. I fell asleep. <laughs> nice. So it's a, a typical COVID New Year. There was no COVID. There was no New Year's parties. 
uh, maybe it's just we're getting older. I probably wouldn't have done much anyways. But there was no party to go to. No, half of them people. I I was supposed to go to with my cousin, and him and his girlfriend got sick now. So like, well, I had the same thing. We yeah. got invited to a, a New Year's party too, and the host got COVID. Yeah, so I'm no like, okay, well. <laughs> This is uh, everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I had more friends getting COVID. It is spreading. But it's not a COVID show. It's a stock show. So what are you thinking? I don't know what to think of this market here, Joel. I'm kind of torn. Big pop. I mean, I know you look like you talked about uh, the rally. I mean, in the, uh, you know, in the growth stocks. Uh, and that, you know, you have your levels. You have your take. We'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, I, the I, I broad market's wanna... higher. Here's what I kind of want to set up. I'm almost like I want to be long some of the growth names, and I want to be short the mega caps as a pair trade right now. I don't know. Like I, I'm kind of more almost convicted on the short the mega caps than I am on the long the growth. So, and what I mean by that is because we know they've been hiding out in Apple, they've been hiding out in Microsoft, and we've really focused on okay, the beaten down names can you know get the January effect and get the relief pop because the tax loss selling abates. But then you look, well, you know what? The opposite effect will could potentially happen here today with the mega caps because you've got the Microsofts and the Apples and you know people you know sitting on big big gains. They're like, I'm just gonna wait till next week to lock in those gains because I've been sitting here and I don't feel like paying you know when my Microsofts up 57 or 60 percent it was last year and Apple I think was up similar amounts. So I just wonder that you don't see a little bit of profit taking here and some of the 2021 winners. And, you know, that would also include, you know, some of the Procter & Gamble, some of the consumer staples. But more focused, you know, Microsoft, Apple. They were a little weak on Friday. They're bouncing back here this morning. I think that bounces to be sold. Talking completely against my book, I'm not selling my Apple, Microsoft long-term. But I think as a short-term swing trade, I think I'd like to try them from the short side. I mean, it sets up quite well, really, when you think about it. If you look at Apple, 182.13 the high. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're 4 bucks off the high. So you're getting it right near the highs. Microsoft is off a little bit further. We got up to 349 there about a month ago. But the recent high, if you're leaning on that, 344, seven bucks away. I, I don't know. I think they set up okay to try it from the short side, but it's going to be some whipsaw action here off the hop. Um, there's opinions both ways. You know, I've been opinionated that I think some of the growth names could catch an early bid. Um, but I also think some of the mega caps could catch an early uh, catch some early sellers. I think if uh, I think if the mega caps just uh, uh, you know go down a little, and we discussed this before, or or hold steady, I think you got you know you got a shot at those growth stocks. Yeah, I think so if, too. I think it matters. It, yeah, yeah, if it's a if it's a route, but I mean, right now what we're looking at is hardly like a route. I can't remember. We're looking at a January effect. Yeah, right yeah. here the today right now. buying yep. stocks. Yep. So, and that is, you know, typically what you see early January. You do usually see some strength coming in right off the hop. Do, do the question is, do they pull the rug out from under them, or do we, you know? And I'm somewhat concerned about the rug pull here, and so that's why I, I almost feel like putting on a head short with a little Microsoft or Apple, or not even that. The cues you could just do if you wanted to, just a quick head short. I. I I'm torn here because it sets up quite well still still for the Kathy trade too here. I mean, the stocks were fairly weak. They had the pop early Thursday morning. They kind of gave it back. So that. you're getting a lot of these stocks near the lows. And I think, and I and I, I do have a few of the names on. I got about a half, probably seven or eight of the names on of the growth names that I've put on for swing trades just to see. I'm benefiting from an upgrade of one of them today. Um, but it's going to be interesting. This first hour matters. 
the first hour after the open. Yeah, the nine thirty to ten thirty. You're gonna see a rug pull in there. There's no doubt. You'll see a rug pull on something. That's just the way this market works. You know, like it tries to punish the maximum amount of participants. If everybody's leaning one way, like Mitch was even saying in the pre-pre show, people all lean one way, it might go the other way. So it, it's going to matter. I think you're going to see a rug pull here on the overall market, maybe. And then do we find stabilization and then start to go up from there? That's what I'm kind of hoping for. And what if he got stuck on Friday? You know, that little onslaught. I think you're selling into the bounce. Yeah. I mean, if you got stuck on Friday, because that was quick. Like, we were like, okay, we're going to close on the highs. We're going to make a new all-time closing high. And then, whoa. I think it was in the last 13 minutes, right around the solemn balances. So, you said, oh, I'm just taking it home. Well, boom, here you are, right? Actually, about eight, nine handles above where you were before you had to drop on Friday. So, uh, well, it seems like a long time ago, but uh, as always, those opening prints follow through through the pre-market high. I just, the 47.90 handle here, uh, That the fact that you had three highs from there last week, now you're working on a fourth. I mean, you definitely have a solid defense going on of, of that, you know, of that nice round 4,800 level. Stops must just be stacking up there, but if you're so inclined to try a lower risk short, I mean, here's the area. But once again, so. you're trying to trying to pick a top. And I, I'm not so much on the arc, like not shorting the arc, but shorting the mega caps. That's where I'm kind of okay. looking here today. I'm 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 more convicted on shorting the mega caps than I am on long the growth. And you know, and and obviously, I still am of the opinion of long the growth. I didn't like that it didn't hold any of the rallies from Friday, but maybe or from Thursday morning. But maybe you just had that tax loss selling the Johnny come lately is coming in and really hammering them back on Friday. So it does actually set up well, long growth, short mega caps early. We'll, we'll see what happens again. If you don't see a rally in growth in the next couple of days, that does not bode well. So if you're long any of these growth names, and I'm long a few of them, you'll kind of want immediate gratification here. There may be an early rug pull and try to hold through that, but you don't want to be seeing like the stocks start breaking down and making new lows today because then it's like, okay, well, and as Dispenser was saying, even in the pre-pre-show, um, that means, you know, maybe we would blame tax loss selling for keeping them down, but maybe there's real selling as well. Right. So, so tomorrow, like today's a very important day for Kathy. I will say that. So you mentioned you, you have seven of these growth. Yeah. Features, and I've, I've got two. Palantir and Zillow or what I've got on it. Okay. It's the same idea that we discussed two, three weeks ago, which is like yeah. they all all these stocks that you, you, you can have like a low to lean on, right? A low of, of yep. November or even November to like lean on, right? And then like – I. I'm not so much as in, as interested in, in the timing of it, you know, whether it's today or this week or this whatever, as as I am in the price, right? So it's like the price is is, is all that matters, and if you break down below there, I'm I'm done. I, I, I think so. Yeah, That's yeah. a good way so, to approach it. But 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 your your point about like needing to see some instant gratification, mm-hmm. um, I think is. I think is a good point. I, I hadn't thought about that honestly. I hadn't considered the, the timing of it at all. Just like I know that I was going to play a January effect trade and um, and lean on some lows. But uh, yeah, I think if you don't see a rally in the next couple of days, it's probably a uh, a warning sign for for at least for for the growth names that. I think work. it's important. It's yeah. important that not so much looking at spy, but looking at those beaten down growth names that they respond well. As early as today. I mean, you can give them a little bit of a break if there's an early rug pull, but by the end of the day, you want to start seeing, you want to see, start seeing some immediate gratification on that trade. 
So, you know, and I've tried, I've got seven or eight of the names there. I did do Palantir as well. I am long Palantir, full disclosure, as a swing, um, leaning on those lows as well. So you're, I'm setting up exact same way, 1781, 1785, saying, do we see that early January effect here? If we don't, it's okay to be wrong. So remember, we've got to always have a contingency plan. You can't just go all in long growth and then let them start breaking down to new lows. They can't be making new lows. Like sell them all. I will get out of those trades, all these trades, if they start breaking down to new lows. So that can absolutely not happen. But other than that, you know, um, let's see. You know, there's the potential for obviously, you know, some uh, a January effect here on some of those names. Did anybody get uh, stranded on a uh, airlines? I mean, holy macro. I mean, thousands and thousands of cancellations and uh, across the country, people are stuck. I know some people that are driving home from Florida uh, because of all the airlines reacting that to, at all today or not. Uh, yeah, well, no, not really, to be honest. No. Joe, but I mean, you look here at the airlines overall and they've reacted to COVID and now they've mm-hmm. reacted to I'm under attack here. I'm not really sure why the kids are attacking me again sorry two days in a row here we're gonna have to obviously have some talk with some of these kids here because they're old enough to know not to come in when we're doing a live podcast so apologies for that but um i think you saw the airlines had the initial sell-off with omicron a month ago they stabilized people and, and and now they're sitting here saying okay there's not that many people getting sick from this They've stabilized. I still think you're going to get a reopening trade here. So I kind of like the airlines here, although it's the riskiest way to play it. I'd rather, I think I'd rather go the casino route if I really wanted to get into the, into this, but they've stabilized. Like, look at all the charts look the same. Cruise lines, airlines, they've all done the same thing. They got hit hard. They bounced. Now they've stabilized for about a week and a half. Has this stabilization to go higher? I tend to think it is. I tend to think it is. I think, as long as people aren't dying, that you're going to eventually see, okay, I'm not that scared of this thing. And to your point, Spencer, you know, as more people get it, and this, and, and you can make that point if you want here, you made it earlier too. We did a lot of, a lot of good content on the pre-pre-show when we were just discussing yeah. what we were going to talk about. But, you know, you were saying you've had COVID, and now you're not as scared of it going forward. Yeah, I mean, of, of course, I know I can still get it, but it, it, it has done a lot for my just mental psyche, knowing like, okay, like, I had it once. It wasn't that bad, you know. I'm vaxxed. I'll, I'll get boosted when I'm allowed to get boosted in a few, in a few weeks, and uh, and it, it is certainly, you know, not that I'm like, you know, be just running around town coughing in people's faces or anything, but like, you know, I, you know, I don't know. It just it, it's made it's made going out less less worrisome for me um, for sure. So. So I, I don't know. It's just that's just me. I know everyone's different. So I, I think I think everybody. I think if you've yeah. had COVID, you're going to be a little more loose and say, "Well, I've already had it." Yeah. So I'm likely, you know, to have some antibodies towards it. Plus, I've been vaccinated. I think you just go through and and you're going to have that same. So as more yeah. and more people get this, that bodes well for the reopening trade. So I do think you want to own some of these reopening stocks. I do think you want to own, and I've bought a few of them already. Um, but you know, what to say again, airlines, casinos, um, and, and jumping in the cruise lines are the pure reopening plays, but then you could go even house of mouse Disney, which I do own now Disney as well. Um, I, I think the reopening trade is potentially there to come in the next week or two. I don't know if it's coming today, but I think it's coming. I think you're going to see a good reopening trade here in January. So I kind of like all, all those names. Yeah. Um, what was I about to say? 
Uh, oh, you know, I was going to move on to Tesla. Um, sure. If that's cool, because this is we were talking about growth here and, and, and mega cap. And this is one that sort of fits in either category, but really just moves to the beat of its own drum. Right. Uh, Tesla is, is, is its own beast here. Uh, it is your number one um, headline of, of, of the year. I guess I can say that right now because uh, the year. Huh. For sure. Old, but um, yeah, Tesla deliveries. Uh, it was a strong end of the year, and it was a strong uh, full year for Tesla. They delivered nine hundred and thirty-six thousand vehicles last year, up a little less than fifty percent from the prior year. It was uh, above the consensus estimate of of which is below nine hundred thousand nine hundred thousand cars. So they beat estimates on, on deliveries. They beat estimates as far as production as well. Um in a year where the entire auto industry obviously had to contend with uh massive chip shortages, Tesla weathered the storm better than the rest. And the stock is reacting as such this morning. It's going to move with the mega caps too, but like you said, when it's got news like this and the you know the deliveries are above expectations, the stock's yep. going to rip higher. So yeah, the little pullback you even set well up on the technicals here, Joel, because you had a nice little double bottom last two days, ten fifty three, ten fifty four on a thousand dollar stock. I'll call those that that a little hey, double close bottom. Enough. Close enough. Yeah. Close enough. Now you break out on the good news. I hate chasing, yeah, but I don't think I would short this either. So I think I'm just out, you know, if you bought it off the double bottom, you know, you bought the close. And I know there's some people who probably did buy the close on Friday looking, you know, for a little bit of early pop in early January, getting immediately rewarded. Do I book the 7%? I don't know. Like there's room to 1200, which would be another 70 points. But, you know, there's also room to pull back too. So I think you're still in this market in 2022. I think you're still going to have to be taking gains when you got them because I don't think it's going to be a smooth ride in either direction. I don't think we're rip-roaring and going to copy 2020. I think you're going to be popping in for 6 7 10% gains and looking to book them and cutting those losers fairly quickly. Boy, oh boy, if you didn't sell last three or four days and you were worried about the double top at 11.17, 11.19, hey, here's a gift for you. Uh, pre-market highs, 11.38. You know, you get through that, then things open up until the 1170 area, 1172. Uh, let's just call it 1170. That splits a couple highs. I would say if you come back down to this area, the four, you know, the area of the double top, the 1118 splits the two. You want that a hold. If that doesn't hold, then you work your way back towards 1100. But uh, big pop, as always, you look for follow through through the pre market high. There's no dailies levels there to lean on, uh, not that much. And top of yesterday's range is uh, way, way down at 1082. So that's 50 bucks away to fill the gap. Maybe not fill it today. But maybe over the next couple of days. What a, what a perfect time! Do they always announce the deliveries at this time? Yeah, or it was just a special weekend non news. Let's jam it out there and get no, the stock. No, they, they they all always announce it like the first or second day of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so okay. and 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 we know this because you know, the other ones, Lee, Xpeng, uh, Neo, they also announced it. But on Tesla, real fast, Joel Joel Hat in the chat mentioned, you know. Uh, People are forgetting or not mentioning the fact that Tesla had almost half a million uh, recalls 
but for whatever reason, the market never cares about recalls. It's not just Tesla. It's, it's everyone. I, I've always wondered why that is, but because GM has recalls, Ford has recalls, all, all these automakers, they all have recalls all the time. And uh, the market never cares about it. It's just not a thing. No, it never does. It's just not a thing that the market acknowledges or cares yeah. about. I've, I've yeah. always wondered why that is. but So true. It just is. I don't know. It just is. Yeah. Very um, true. So, so yeah, you, you see headlines from over the weekend. Tesla recalling, you know, 475,000 cars. And it's like, all right, it's not a thing the market cares about. But uh, on the other delivery note, uh, Neo had announced deliveries for the year. Lee announced deliveries for the year. Xpeng announced deliveries for the year, and they were all uh, obviously reporting record numbers, uh, record December's, and record full year delivery totals. Um, you know, all these companies are in like hockey stick growth mode right now, so yeah. they, their delivery numbers are in, are increasing. You know, a hundred, fifty percent, hundred percent. Yeah, but the, what what are they going up from? From five thousand to ten thousand? Right. Well, exactly, ten thousand right. to twenty thousand. Exactly. So they're they're all still pretty. You know, they're years behind Tesla in terms of just sheer volume. Um, but you know, these are growth names. It is worth noting that you know this group of stocks, Lee Neo. Uh, Xpeng, um, I feel like held up pretty well relative to like every other U.S. listed Chinese stock. XPV especially. Yeah, I mean you're talking about a stock that's near its highs. Yeah, that's impressive. You know, an impressive move for like the last ten days. I mean, December twenty second, it said thirty eight bucks, at fifty one this morning. So early January effect in this thing. Um, Neo two sets up actually not bad. Um, that's the good news. Is overhead supply at thirty five. But what about even like a Baba and Baidu here? And I don't think I struck on you. I'm trying to remember if I did strike on. No, I don't think I did on Baba. I wanted to buy Baba. I don't think I have yet. But I'm looking here. Big move on Thursday. Little pullback coming in. I kind of you know a little double bottom one ten. I kind of like Baba chart. Really? Yeah. Or- yeah, came back. yeah, well, overall trend's awful on all oh, these things, horrible. but we're just saying I'm, put, I'm putting in the seasonality. I like that candle from two days ago. I think you got a few short squealing a bit yes, or on Thursday. Pulling back, it didn't want to pull back as hard as some of the other growth names here. I think the Baba Baidu both set up okay here for a short-term swing. Didn't they halt trading in um, Evergrande? Did I see that? And then they make that up. I thought I saw that. I, that's that's entirely plausible. I, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the China trade. I mean, this is if you're combing the dishes. Uh, that was a big day, and it was a quiet day on Friday. It's holding flat. Uh, boom. I don't know. Right here, this is about halfway back. Of you've got close to close to one thirty. So if you're striking, I don't know if I would want to lean all the way down to that twelve thirty low. Uh, but that that day on Thursday, uh, that was one of the best days that Baba's had in quite some time, uh, both on a volume and a percentage gain basis. But that what's weird is that's the only up day in the last five days. That's it. That's it. I mean, it made a positive. A nice up day, though. Yeah, nice up day. And this you- is you're starting to you're starting a month, right? So. 1879, right? Get to start with the green candle here. Yep. Start with the green clothes. Immediate then- gratification. You don't want to see this thing start going 117, 116, 115. You know, by, by 10, 30, 11 o'clock, you want to see this thing green and starting to show some strength. I'll allow an early rug pull because that has happened. And, you know, maybe you're going to shake a few people out, but I'm not going to, you know, and obviously I'm not in this trade here, but 
you know, you want to start seeing some stabilization after that. And the overall market is going to matter here too. So there's, there's lots of, yeah. it's an interesting setup. Everything is interesting, but I kind of like the Chinese names better than Kathy. Something to also consider is, is maybe you, you get, cause there was a lot of headlines over the weekend about, Oh, these were the best and worst whatever's of the year. And everyone now knows if you didn't know before that the worst trade of last year was China, you know, your oh. your K Web was your worst performing ETF, uh, non leverage ETF uh, of the year, of the year. So now you get people maybe maybe uh, come and buy the dip after a terrible year. I don't, I don't know. I'm just wow, hundred and four dollars on February twenty eighth when everything topped out and closed the year at thirty six bucks. You want to yeah. be a contrarian? You're absolutely correct. Uh, correct, Spencer. Um, this thing. Obviously, massively oversold. There is the potential for, you know, if we break, can break this trend. But the trend is still there, and the trend is still ugly. So most technicians would say, why are you trying to be a hero? Yeah. Well, you take a shot. You yeah. know what? You can be a hero every once in a while. It's okay, actually, to buy a stock in the downtrend if you think you got a catalyst. Um, so, you know, we'll see what happens. And maybe these things all just roll over and die again. And I get stopped out on a few of these trades. Or maybe, you know, the thesis works out. We get a little January relief pop and you make some money on them. It's going to go one way or another. And we're going to find out a lot of information. They're not, they're not going to stay still, right? I don't think so. I think you're going to get some fireworks in one direction or another today. Let's just see what happens. I'm a little worried in the overall market, which is why I was almost thinking a mega cap hedge against it. Some of these positions, which might happen here yet, but I, I it, it's tough. It's, it's, it's a tough call here, really. I mean, you're fighting the trend. Uh, uh, Sean gave me some uh, potential interesting January plays. And uh, if you want a stock that's absolutely got annihilated, yeah, MSGM. Have you seen this thing? I don't know if I know what that is. Yeah, it's Motor. I have no idea what that is either. It's Motor Sports Game Inc. It's 92% off its all-time high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trend. I guess if you're thinking that something could turn around. And they have I'd a... stop out at the low on this one, 277. If I'm buying that, it's 277. That thing's too thin for me to trade, though. I like Look the thin that. little puppy. Look at that. And I That's mean, what they... Sean likes? Yeah, well, he mentioned it. Oh, this is thin, it. though. It doesn't even trade much. I don't even like talking about stocks like this. To be honest okay. All right. This thing's Sorry. too thin. So I like to get stocks that I can get in and out of, you know, and not pay a 10% spread getting in and out of it. Because, I mean, if you got 100 shares or something of you know, a small trader, you can trade whatever you want. But you want to put size on something? I don't even know how you put size on this. Yeah, so, size is uh, It's too small for me. How about Big C was another one that he mentioned. Well, I want trades, and that sets up the same way. I mean, well, look, you're right at the lows. Stop yourself out <laughs> at thirty-four fifty, and you're giving yourself a buck only. I mean, I, I, I it's up a oh, that's a bad tick. Sorry, thirty-six thirty-eight. If you're looking it up a buck this morning, that's a bad tick. It's thirty-five eighty-one bid though, so it is bid up forty cents. Yeah, I mean, if you want to be the hero <laughs> and you want to fight the trend, and I kind of do, sometimes I want to be a hero. <laughs> I would stop myself out the low. So again, looking at the trade, the way I look at them first, where am I getting out? I'm getting out below 34.50, and I want immediate gratification. I want to start seeing this thing show life. I want to start seeing this, you know, tax loss selling is now gone officially. So let's see if we can find some real buyers. So I think it's okay to try it here. Stop yourself out if it makes new lows. So that's how I'd play it. 
Yep. And then, uh, well, DKNG and Penn are two other ones that we've talked up. Uh, D- the Penn's training up a little bit. And uh, DKNG, uh, what's that doing? That's trading up 33 cents. Hey, did you see what uh, Antonio Brown did yesterday? That's not, That can't be yeah. great for sports. Yeah. Did you see that, Dennis? It's not great. I didn't actually know. Oh, you should check it out. What, he ripped um, off his jersey in the middle of the game and threw it in, uh, walked off right, the field. Right, and everyone, tangent, everyone tangent. in the chat, everyone in the chat's like, "Where is Tim today?" Yes, I forgot to put Tim on the sidebar, but Tim, eight thirty-five. Tim would never let us down. He's coming on in eight minutes. I could talk it up to like. New Year's rustiness. I just forgot to put him on the sidebar, but he will come on the show in, in eight minutes. Have no fear. Tim Quas will be here. Nice. Uh, so, okay. We walked through uh, Tesla deliveries. We kind of touched on the other ones a little bit. You know, the, if you have a, if you want to look at any of the other EVs in particular, drop it in the chat, but there really is not a lot else going on this morning outside of those names and, potential January effect trades. I'm sort of looking at my movers tool. And not you know some ratings, though. Yes. The analysts, which analysts. have done nothing for weeks. Obviously, first day of the year, they got to come out and throw out those big reports they've been holding on to to let you know what we want to buy in 2022. Yeah, there was a and, lot. There was and a there's lot actually two. I got two stocks that I picked up just recently that are getting upgraded. So I always like that as well. Whoa, oh, okay. Do you want to share those or not really? Um... Here, I'll, I'll run through. Here's here's what I'll do. Check this out. I'm gonna pull up my Benzinga Pro, and I'm gonna look at. We're gonna look at all the ratings we got today, because because we, we got a lot for for wow. a, a January third, right? So here's what we got on the upgrades front. Oh come on now, <laughs> screen just. There we go. Okay, um, on the upgrades front, in no particular order, I saw some restaurants and uh, let's see, McDonald's at Piper yep. upgrade. Um, Johnny, come lately on the McDonald's. I think that's a horrible call. Okay, Piper. Um, it's not Piper. Uh, PayPal upgrade at BMO. That's interesting. Upgrade yeah. to to uh, is that a buy? That's a that's a outperform rating on, on PayPal. Um, Wells Fargo with an upgrade from Barclays. That's interesting. Um, Regeneron with an upgrade from Bernstein. To outperform. That feels late too. Interesting there. Um, what about on the downgrade front? Let's see what we got on the downgrade front. Um, raw stores, cheesecake down, factory, cheesecake factory, restaurant brands. What's got that call all about? Piper coming out QSR. So obviously they think the COVID's going to spread more and spook people. I, I, out. I saw that Piper was bullish. What Chipotle, McDonald's, and I think there was one more. Uh, oh, it's a Paris trade. So yeah. Piper's upgraded McDonald's and shortened the sit down. So they're shortening the the casual, the sit down, the casual restaurants and buying the quick service like McDonald's drive throughs yeah, I, I have a hard time getting getting into the restaurants. I don't know, man. I'm nervous. There's so many like economic forces at play that I, I'm like I'd... like restaurants make me nervous right now. Oh, well, I, I don't go to any restaurant. I don't sit down at any restaurant. I do takeout, but I won't sit down because I don't know how you like <laughs> we got this thing spread all over the place. I mean, we're all chomping and eating. I mean you can't can't. Oh no, oh no, I meant I meant the stocks, not not actual uh, I, I go out to eat still, but I mean all that matters for the I mean, I mean, like the restaurant variant. Like There's restaurants. The Make, make me nervous. I don't know. We were talking the reopening trade here. I mean, the restaurants have fall right into that category. I'm nervous just on opening, owning the restaurants just for double reason is that inflation. They're getting hit on both ends there, too. Yeah. So, I mean, you come out of this. We're, if we start doing a reopening trade, you'll start to see the restaurants catch a bid. But 
I, I, I'm nervous to buy any of the restaurants. So what was I, that I'm on just, QSR? What was that? It was that downgrade a, uh, Piper. Yeah. It was, look at that uh, six. I mean, if you want to lean on a level, look at that 61 big seller at the point there. Uh, it's going to be down today. It's going to be down today, but if you want to lean on, I mean, it says probably offered down. I, I see it flat at 60, 68, but uh, someone's really trying to wiggle out of some stock. It's 61 on strength. Let's see if they step down on weakness. Below 60, uh, kind of a tight range last week between, you know, after Monday's big day, digested it. Uh, so I look at 60 as resistance. I want to look for a big breakdown in QSR until at least you take out 60. What's it? Is it offered down already, Dennis? Or yeah, how much is it offered down? down 30 or 25 cents. Uh, so just a and these are just informed orders. I mean, you know, you're offering it down. Somebody buys a 60.45, they're probably going to make money. So somebody's just throwing it out there and saying it's going to open lower than 20, 20 cents down on a downgrade. I would think it would too. I would think on a downgrade, you know, and I always do the percentages, it's 1% to 2%. So I would think it's going to open. I would think it's going to go below sixty. So I think if you're short in a sixty forty five, it's a no brainer. Unless new news comes out, you know, it's probably going to go lower than that. So um, you know where it goes from that. But that's what you see in the pre market why it gets offered because you know your arb your quantitative traders and your prop traders are all going to say, well, twenty cents down downgrade's not enough. So I'll offer it down there. If somebody wants to lift me, I'll probably make money. You know what so, I'm going to do? I'm going to get. Uh, I'm going to get. Uh, Craig Johnson on early this year. They, everybody's he, been asking. My buddy Mike's been asking. Mike in Nashville, hello. Um, he's been asking for Craig Johnson. Everybody likes Craig. He speaks so well, and he knows his stuff. He does his homework, too. Great guest. One of our best. Remember when he came on when you guys were just loving the SPACs and everything, and there was, like, SPAC mania, and he came on and he showed us that chart, the longer-term chart of these things? I yeah, mean, the, the ones that were, like, five years old? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, "Oh, this is uh, this he is rained on the SPAC parade." Yeah, yeah. The SPAC, <laughs> the SPAC story trade turned out to be SPAC and SPAC and span, and all the story trades ended up to be nightmares. Wait, Joel, they were fun you... though for a while. So I wouldn't just go as far to say some money was made on those packs. I did pretty good on them for a while too. Yeah, um, I, obviously, I you know those trades. You know, and everything, 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 growthy, spacky. You know, story topped out in February last year, 10 months ago, 11 months ago now. So, and the stuff has not come back. And a lot of it isn't going to come back. I mean, it was a tale of two markets in 2021. You had a lot of names, value, caught a bid. But since February, the storied stocks really, you know, you had individual stories where they got a little pause. But really overall, most of the stocks topped out 11 months ago. Wait, just real fast. Can you just go to go back to the food stocks? I'd be curious to get Joel's thoughts on McDonald's only because that was the upgrade this morning. Yeah, that's a. I, I'm going to have to lean with a Triple D on this one. I mean, that's a huge move through 243. Uh, or up 243 at 270.50. Triple D, give us a. Wow, you, can you see 270 in the book? Because it opened up there. Yeah, I don't know if I was talking about this on pre market prep plus or not. It was someone was looking at it and it was like, you know, for for like a swing for a breakout. And I'm like, man, there's gotta be something at two cents. Only ten thousand shares have traded. There's not Mickey. much there yet. Is eighty one hundred shares there, so there's not much in the New York book. What about it? Uh, what about 
where did this close at? It closed at uh, what two two sixty eight ten? Yeah. What about sixty eight and a half, sixty nine, sixty nine and a half? Nothing there. No, because it would have chewed through that. Like we got through sixty nine seventy one three days ago. So okay. when you're looking at the book, and this is a good lesson here, you know, we do some education, quick 10, 20 second education for Tim. But if it's true, if it's if it's traded through those levels in the last three days, you're not having GTC, you don't have any institutional, you know, those orders have got to come back in the last couple of days. When your stocks are making new all-time highs, then you look into the 70, the 75. That's why 270 would be a natural look. So I like to, you know, to say natural. I don't see anything there, only 8,100 shares, which is not a lot. Um, so it can trade through there. It is upgraded. It's probably going to trade through there today, 270, because an upgrade's worth something. But I just don't know long term if I'm buying McDonald's at all-time highs right now. <clears throat> Man, I mean, okay, I see. I I think it might struggle to open up over 270, but we'll see. Well, pre-market high, which is the all-time high, they just grab yeah, that thing quickly. 71.20, if you want to target on the upside and you're looking for this thing to go 275, first things first, let's get through 271.20. First things first, let's get Tim. Let's get Tim Quast on. It is Monday at 835. You guys know what that means. First ever 2022 edition of Market Structure Mondays. Tim Quast from Market Structure Edge. Tim, happy new year. Uh, how was your new year's? Oh, no. Oh, no, he's on mute. What just Sam, happened? Stop talking on mute. Wait a minute. This is a weird one. He's not on mute? No, he is, he, he is on mute, but his mic is turned on on our end. But Tim, oh, the Tim first... never makes a mistake. Tim, check, check on your end. I think it might be on your end. Check on the corner. You got mute on? Make sure your uh, the thing is plugged in. Oh, we're not starting um, out good. First gremlin of the Tim year. Never. Thirty six. Yeah. Never. Tim never has problems. Hold never. On. Let's try this. Da, 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 da. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, (laughs) I could really use Current. (laughs) I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Tim. Oh, we have it. There, there we yeah. go. Yeah. Tim, happy new year, man. How was I hope your... that's not a I hope that's not an omen. But uh, uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> happy new year, guys, good to see you. I, I missed you. How was your how was your New Year's? It was it was muted because uh we we, uh, we we're hoping we're hoping to leave the country on Wednesday to go sail in the Caribbean in the British Virgin Islands. So Ooh. so uh Ooh. so I did the opposite of what is my natural inclination because, you know, I'm a very social individual. So I would run around hugging everybody. But uh, 
we had to hunker down, you know, so, so that we can so we stay healthy and get out of here. So, uh, all right. Yeah, what are you so, going to do? You know, it's uh, so how about you? How, so, how, you were traveling, weren't you somewhere? No, no, man, I was I was a staycation, man. The, okay. the, nowhere to go. But 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 the living room to the bedroom to the kitchen to, to the dining room. Um, were TVs and, with bowl games on in all of those uh, all of those locations? Uh, some days, some <laughs> some some games more than others. Um, yeah. But books books were read. By the way, oh, I told you, I, before I forget, uh, I did read the, uh, Phil Knight's memoir, Shoe Dog. It's a story yeah. of Phil Knight and Nike. If you have if you haven't read that, everyone, it, it was freaking amazing. It was like the best book I've read in several years uh if you're into like really? you know business books or whatever yeah. but like it was like, really inspirational and like shoe dog by phil knight it's about nike and and him and great book anyway Tim, i've, I've heard that I've heard yeah it, it was fan, it was fantastic um tell us what uh we were talking earlier just about uh you know kind of a january effect situation where mm. we you know we have a couple of trades on where we'd 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 wait for you know wait to see something in the next couple of days or, or not, but watching growth, watching big tech, seeing how they open the year. What right. what are you watching to, to open the year today? Well, so here's what I told the folks the 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 hashtag edge mob. Let's let's figure out what to expect from the market to start January by looking at what is happening in most of the market cap, and you can do that fairly easily. Five sectors are roughly 75% of market cap. So yeah. tech, you know, is about 28%. Uh, healthcare is 13%. Uh, financials are about 13%. Consumer discretionary, I might have those two backwards. Consumer, I think is 11% and, uh, and communication services, about 11%. So there's 75%. So I like to look at them and say, well, what, what's the supply demand equation in those five sectors? as the year begins. And they're all really powerful. They're all from seven to eight. Uh, and, and so that tells me if we have, a, we have a level of demand well above five, how will the year begin? Well, it's, you know, it's, it's not impossible that the market begins poorly. It's just highly improbable. And I wrote that yesterday. I didn't know what the futures would do today. I could say, I could look at the math and say, that's a pretty good indication uh, that the market's going to do pretty well. And interestingly, passive money, which is the big engine, that's the indexes and, and exchange-traded funds, were concentrated most in tech and consumer discretionary. And guess where Tesla is? Tesla's in consumer discretionary. Uh, so I look at that and say, that's a pretty good omen to start the year. Now, there's a, there's an, uh, there's a second shoe. In all five of those, short volume, which we consider the supply chain of the stock market, is rising. So I look at that and say we have a very good first week, and then that supply chain becomes an issue in the second week and pulls us back down, and everybody wonders, well, where did the effect go? And I think those are just fairly predictable supply-demand uh, occurrences but that's my expectation. I think the the year starts fine, and then we come back to Earth the second week. Um, I cannot remember if I asked you this um, a couple of weeks ago. Maybe I did. I don't remember. If I did, I don't. I don't remember what you said. So I'm gonna ask you again. Um, January being Probably wasn't memorable. What I said. January you know? being the biggest <laughs> month of the year for, for inflows. Yep. Does that, uh, in in terms of just like, you know, yeah. U.S. equity, broad based equity funds, right? Um, nice. Does that do anything funky 
to the underlyings of the, the pipes of the market in the next couple couple weeks? Hard to say, right? It uh, it depends on where the money is going. The inflows count if they go where the market cap is. If they all go to utilities, it doesn't bode well for the market. Wow. Uh, but I just don't see that in the data. So uh, clearly, the market would tend to benefit. Doesn't always happen. Tends to benefit if the from those initial inflows in January. But we've seen those. You know, everybody talks. CNBC talks about yeah. well, if we have a pattern of seven days. Uh, then, then the market will do well. There are various statistical indicators. I, you know, I don't give those uh, uh, as much credence as other observers because the market is continuously changing. The algo wheels that were used two years ago are wholly different than the ones that are being used now. The way that we manage the flows from uh, ETF buckets is different. So I don't, I don't trust those indicators. But the short answer would be, yeah. well, sure, you know, it would be helpful yeah. to have inflows. Yeah, Can we well, jump into some individual stocks and then yeah. let's jump right into the mega caps here because I'm okay. just curious what market, your market structure and your uh, your systems showing from Microsoft and Apple. Okay, let's do it. So I'll show Both very screen. strong in 2021. Sometimes right. you see a reversal of these trades in early 2022. I'm a little spooked. I'm long both those stocks right. in my long-term account. What is it saying? Uh, right. So for, for you... For anybody who's new, go to marketstructureedge.com and you can do this too. I mean, look at supply and demand. Simplest thing in the world to understand. Supply and demand at the nexus of those lie prices. And uh, that's what we like to like to, to focus on here with Edge. So uh, let's look at Microsoft and Apple. Uh, so uh, and, and we're what we're going to do. Oh, I'm looking at portfolios. Let's go to the stock. So. What we're talking about here when I say supply and demand is the relationship of uh, the, the different purposes and time horizons. You know, all of the money isn't doing the same thing. Some money picks, uh, picks stocks because they're superior companies. Some allocate resources to, to uh, characteristics. Like I want, I want a large cap, I run a large cap blend fund. Well, the, you know, then Microsoft's going to be perfect. Some folks are trading price. Some are using derivatives. All of that comes into play. So if we look at, let's just back all the way up. So we have a, we have a full one-year view of what Microsoft has done. Look at the amount of time that it has spent over five. That's really the key. I mean, it bare, rarely, you could count the times that it's dipped below five, and there are only five of them. So a stock like that that is spending a, an immense amount of time above five, very good. You'd only not own it when it's below five. Then you come back and own it when it's above five. So where are we now? I don't see any particular change to it, Dennis. I think uh, there's that what we have gotten from Microsoft, we will continue to get from Microsoft. Looks very good to me. There's only one issue. The trend for supply is, is moving up. It's still well below 50%. I don't get too concerned about that. That, that that could mean that the returns, if we are going to use that as a as a measure, will be less than they were last year in Microsoft. But I would expect Microsoft continues to do very well. It's an over 300 ETFs. Okay, so Apple. Uh, we, you know the the, the constant story has <laughs> to say the constant three trillion dollar market cap watch beat goes on. You know? yeah. So. Uh, but look at the, I think Apple even looks better. So Apple also spent an enormous amount of time above five. It was weaker back here when it was, when it was below five. It's spending, the stock's spending more time below five than above it. People, it's not going to go up. 
It doesn't matter how much you hope that the story will deliver it. Supply and demand will determine price. I don't care what the story is, that's going to be the case because it will reflect the behavior of money. And if the money believes that that's where the, the price is going to rise, it will manifest in uh, the demand side. So there, there you go. Uh, so in some ways, Apple looks a little better even than Microsoft. You have more uh, rises to 10 and we have a supply side that is dead flat. So I'd look at that and say both of them look pretty good to start 2022. Anything not looking good that you've come across this morning? Uh, well, and I do that. So I will look at my dashboard to see where, where's the money going. Yeah. Uh, you, you know, the, the, the airlines and cruise ships, uh, the, actually, despite the way that, you know, the prices have not performed very well, but the demand side has been very good. That tells me there's still, a, there's a lot of money in derivatives. And I'd look at that and say, well, while short term, these prices come down, if the supply side is trending down, that tells me people are buying calls more than puts. And, and I would think that there's actually opportunity between now and January expirations. Maybe some fear diminishes. I don't know, but that's, that's okay. The stuff that doesn't look great, yeah. uh, it, it, at the moment, I think it, cloud, the, the run in cloud computing, probably just about over. Uh, nothing looks horrible. Not, I, I, I look at the whole market and say, there's nothing here that gives me uh, great concern. Most of the supply-demand equations are pretty good. The, the biggest issue is that you take that 75% of the market, the supply side is rising. That's Wait, it. No, it's not no, a terrible nothing market. Looks bad. That nothing in, looks bad. That in itself, that in itself is bad. Used in for the, cover. The, the uh, you know large caps are large caps are, ironically are not great. So see this over here. I've got a large cap up portfolio over here. Yeah, okay. If you can see my cursor, maybe I'll zoom that in just a hair. So that that's just returning to five, and supply is a little bit above the trend. Uh, that's actually surprisingly weak to me. And they're 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 uh, they're only eighteen entities in this. In this, well, I was, gonna say, I was gonna say, you, you just said two of them look pretty good, so how you know how right, you, I don't how many right. in this, but it, it, it's and that's a dynamic search, it's going to look for a set of criteria that include large cap stocks that have a supply yeah. uh, side that is below 50 and a demand side that's rising. So, you know, right. look, the market's not bad, it's I yeah, and, and I could back remember, we talked about this, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago, and I said there was this possibility of of considerable volatility into uh, the, the Christmas period like we had in Thanksgiving, except the data didn't materialize that way. The data going into Thanksgiving showed a 18% drop in demand from ETFs. Well, whew, that's horrible. We just did not have that. That does not exist in the data set now. Uh, and so I, my view changes. I will, my view will reflect the data. If the data look good, my view will be good. If the data look bad, so will my view be. <laughs> All right. What uh, about ARK? A-R-K-K. -K, hmm. Just, just. Uh, the so, ETF? Uh, yeah. Just because it's, uh, Dennis has been talking about it. Just want to see what it says, uh, you know, on the, uh, on the quest, uh, the quest scale. So we don't have ETFs in market structure edge because of the way that they trade. They cannot be reliably measured in terms of supply That's and demand right. because they move opposite. So that it's a very important thing to know, Joel, and I'm glad you, you brought it up. 
the way that ETFs work is there's an arbitrage mechanism. So sure. if, the, if there's more demand for the underlying, ETF shares will be issued by Kathy Wood to meet that demand. If there is less demand for ARKK, shares will be removed by brokers and returned to ARKK, which must give them something in exchange which will be bad stocks. Right? So when that thing reaches its nexus, then those stocks stop going down. I would, I'm far more interested in looking at the underlying. Then you could go trade ETFs. So, I mean, if we look at tech broadly, this is what I was, you know, I sort of opened with this, that uh, if you look at tech, there's tech, uh, 400 and some components. Uh, passive is the lead behavior. Look at this. Demand side's very good. The supply side's right at trend, but rising. I look at that and say, well, for a week, Boy, tech is great, and I prefer to look at that. Of course, my time frames when trading, different from long-term investing, are very short because that's how the market works. Yep. All right, so. Tim Kloss joins us every single Monday for Market Structure Mondays. He is the founder of Market Structure Edge. To learn more, click on the link that's on the screen. Well, you can click on the screen, but note the link that's on the screen. The link is in the description, marketstructureedge.com. Tim, always a pleasure. Um, if you're going selling in the Caribbean, I don't know. Right. When Are you out next week? I am out next week. I'll be back. If, if, uh, presuming I don't expire on the Azure Seas, uh, I will be back on the 17th. I'll okay. see you then. All right. Just, just stay clear of the Bermuda Triangle. Right? We, don't, we aim to. We, we right. aim to hang out around Richard Branson's house. That's right. what, we'll, uh, we'll, All right. what we'll do. Yeah. Have fun. Thanks a lot, guys. All right. have, a, have a great week. We'll see All you right. It is 8.50 here, so let's do some ticker time. If you have a ticker for us you'd like us to discuss, drop sure. it in the chat, preferably not one we've already discussed today, one of the half dozen or so, um, and we will uh, take a look at Joel, pull it up on the charts. And, uh, sure. We'll see, what, what, what do we got? What do we got? Well, what yeah. do we got? Uh, okay. Uh, PW Coaching is asking about Ford. This is our producer Enver's favorite stock in the world. Nice. Um, this was Luke Jacoby's stock of the year for last year, um, and it was a good year for a great year for Ford. Yeah. What are you seeing this morning? Trying up, man. That's a big move up thirty nine cents. It's just been struggling with this twenty one dollar area a uh, couple times. Twenty one forty nine. I mean, let it chew through the paper there. Up on good. Is, is there good news on this? Because three and a half million. That's a little it, high. It's up on Tesla. Yeah. It's up on okay. Yeah, this could be the day. Keep an eye on uh, twenty-one. You want to take out that twenty-one forty-nine, and then what you really want to see over the next week or so is twenty-one become support instead of resistance. So that's what I'm looking at. Twenty-one fifty. You got three hundred thousand shares there, which is significant for any stock. Twenty-one forty-nine was the high. That's like the decade high back on the tenth. So full disclosure, I'm still long Ford. Haven't sold any. All right. Uh, what about Verizon here? What about Verizon? Not I got a position on it, so I have a day okay. trading position on it, so I'm not going to talk it. They had some news, Verizon and uh, AT&T. Yeah, right? what, yeah I, I got to admit, I, I don't quite understand what the news was. Is it, They're they're going to – there's uh, there's a opposition to rolling out their 5G technology, and it says they're going to do it anyway. I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't really understand what the news was, so I'm going to – not comment. 25. You built a wall at 25. Um, now you're peeling back. I would love to see this thing come back, get back half of this move. That's why I didn't make any wayward bets with Dennis when it was near 25. But I think it's still still going to be a decent dividend because the price, the stock of the price uh, fell so low. But uh, 
Got it. If you want a big move to the upside, you got to get above 25, clear out those highs. Coming back on the downside, if they get back, if it gets back half of this move, 2350, buying it on weakness. Well, I, Joe, what about Twitter? Are you still like totally just over Twitter and everything? And I, 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 are you I, in it or you sold it? I, told, I sold it. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking of maybe just getting off Twitter. Because I just, <laughs> You're going to leave Twitter. Yeah. I mean, I don't Twitter. tweet that much. I mean, it's just like, I, I, you know, I, I, you know, I check it. I see your tweets. I don't know. It's I just like kind of. Yeah, I know. Believe me, Dennis. I know you I like, like Twitter. Service. Every time I pull it up, I see something from you. And, yeah, do you have Twitter. an auto like? You like a lot of stuff. Do you have a, an algorithm that likes things? I just things? like things. I like you do. Things. No, You're like the opposite. I read things, and if I like what you said, I like it. If I, I know don't like what you said. I don't. Oh, well, there's no. No, don't you like don't like it. Stuff. You're 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 the nicest guy on Twitter. Nah, you, you like you, no. you do. You I like... take people right off on Twitter. I say something controversial no. and I'm under attack. <laughs> no, that's them attacking you. You're just trying to help people. You're just trying to be nice. All right, what's the next? Sometimes step? I stir the okay, pot. So so no no thoughts no. on the Twitter above forty five. It gets interesting. No, yeah, I don't even. Yeah, above forty five. You need this stock. It's major, super duper resistance up forty five. You can't get interested until it's above 45. Red for the year last year. After so it could be over 80 bucks. Yeah. 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 Potential, potential for too. a pop from January effect is better candidates for that, though. Above 45 gets interesting. Um, did did I see? Uh, yeah. Yeah. What, what about what about uh, Tower Semi? Uh, TSEM. Not all time highs, but it, uh, not a stock yeah. that I trade hardly at all. But right, you know, it's the chips, man. The semiconductors have all been just monsters. We know that. I don't know the fundamentals on this one at all. So I just say you're looking here, TSEM, um, up up again here this morning, bit up. The chips have really been strong. I mean, ten thousand shares have traded, and right at forty seventy, what was the high? Uh, you want to see it stay above that old time high of forty forty five. So, well, it hasn't taken it out right now. Forty forty five is the old time high. That's the only only resistance level you have. Old time closing high. You want to see improve on that today? That's thirty nine eighty seven. Close on Friday is right there too. So support thirty nine seventy. Resistance at the all-time high, forty forty-five. Pretty, pretty simple on that one. Uh, someone just dropped Walgreens in there. I saw, I saw a few headlines this morning that that Bain Capital, some some private equity firms sniffing around Walgreens. Um, so that 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 candle you see this morning was on that headline. But um, we're curious to get the monthly. It's looking at it on the monthly. Um, you know, this is if you want to take a shot. This is a shot if it. Finally, going to rotate into this stock after you know two years of nothingness. Uh, CVS is a clear winner in this if you want to go for the best in brand. But uh, I like I like the way the monthly looks in in Walgreens Boots Lions. Yeah, yeah. The CVS uh, the CVS chart is, is crazy to me. Whenever I look at that, I just like I can't imagine. Then again, whenever I go to CVS, I end up buying. I end up walking out with more things. I'm driven I, by boosters. I, I go for yeah. one thing. I go for one. I leave with three. You know, it, uh, it always works like that somehow. Oh yeah, sure. I, I'm out of Thailand. I'll buy some more Thailand. Oh yeah, sure. I'll buy a freaking heating pad or whatever. Yeah, it's crazy. Anyway, <laughs> um, uh, what about? I'm going through uh, going through the chat here. Okay, we can look at STZ. How's STZ doing? Got earnings this week. Whoa! 
I did not realize STZ was at all-time highs. That's uh, and that's defensive. Um, the market went to consumer staples. Yeah. It's went a little bit more defensive. I mean, you got Procter Gamble up near all-time highs. You know, Coca-Cola's been blasting off, and so it fits right into that same category. I mean, that's the one thing is so much rotation, and you know, stocks all seem to move together. So um, we will get. I believe they report Thursday. So Constellation Brands earnings are coming up, and that's obviously an individual company event that could move it either way. So it's hard to trade it technically three days before report. Where would this stock be if they didn't make the canopy growth investment? Higher. <laughs> Probably. Remember that? Yeah. They did. I mean, that was a big. They wrote it off, investment. right? That was the top. Did they write or- it off? I think I don't know if they no, did. They, they wrote it down. They didn't write wrote it, it down. Entirely. Yeah. Eight box CGC. I mean CGC. You want your <sighs> eight fifty two. You want to buy at the lows and see if you can get a pop at some beaten down names. There's one for you. Um, if, if you're buying it, <clears throat> and I think it sets up okay just uh, as a potential for a January effect. You're thirty cents off the low. I would stop up below eight fifty. So you want immediate gratification on that one. You don't want to start seeing that thing break down. New lows. You got to go. So. We'll see if uh, we're going to get any type of January pop. Uh, getting, uh, getting some uh, pressure on the index. Nothing much. We are 11 points mm-hmm. off the high. So, um, no. And then any- just last one here. Keith mentioned the stock that we were talking about on the pre, pre-market show, which is Roku, which is no- growth that is not really participating. This Growth was broadly higher this morning, except for Roku. And I don't know. I, I This is one that I would not. It's not even on my list for the simple reason is that I, I, I'm not calling it TiVo, but I mean, you've got this streaming and it's a direct play on streaming. But once you got all these Roku devices, do you need to continue to continue to buy them? I don't I don't know. I guess they got yeah, the Roku no, channel. It's kind of a one time thing. I will admit that we have a Roku. It's several years old and it is it is, it is very slow. It's no, they did. They make them that way. That's planned obsolescence. Isn't that what they call it? Where they only no, make it work for three, four. Eight. My, I had to replace one, too. They're cheap, though. But, I mean, but, 40 bucks. But it's a Roku TV, so you, I, you tell me I, I got to get a new TV now? Oh, that sucks. No, I have the little – you better just have the little Roku device. <sighs> oh, the TVs are planned to break, too, though, Spencer. I had I bought, like, yeah. I don't know, an LG one three or four years ago, and it was an LCD, I think it was back then. It literally broke two years after I got it, but it was a one-year warranty. It literally just didn't turn on. I was like, I, I called up TV Repair Guy. He's like, we got yeah. any news? He's like, he's like, that's just, Joel, I just interrupt. We're, we're just leaking. Nah. We're leaking. But um, I think we're going to leak. I think we're going to eventually go red here today. So I, obviously, you know, I'm concerned overall market. But I'm just saying the TV broke after two years, and and the warranty was up, and the TV Repair Guy says, no, nah, it's not worth the fix. It's throwing the junk. So I'm like, okay, great. I have yeah. to go buy another TV. Stuff doesn't last like it used to, and that's planned. Well, yeah, but uh, Roku's hey. probably the same thing. If they lasted forever, then they couldn't sell you another one. So they make them last three or four years, and then they're they're slow down. The antenna goes in them, something goes, and they got to go buy another one. Yeah, I I'm sort of just keeping my eyes open right now. It, it does feel like there's something uh, that, that just came out. So somebody's uh, saying WK saying there's some bad China news coming out. Uh, we are definitely leaking. Yeah, I don't we, know. We're, we're leaking here. So Microsoft has went red. Maybe they heard my rant on Microsoft about 20 minutes ago. Uh, I don't know. All right. Well, I'll let you guys, I'll let you guys finish it up and uh, I'll check in with you later on. All right. We made it through an hour. I made it through an hour. I I'm impressed with myself. I wasn't sure I could do it, but the lights are on in the office. I'm awake now. 
Uh, it was great to be back. Uh, Joel, Dennis, Dennis, have a great rest of your day, man. We'll catch you tomorrow. Everyone, I'm going to hop off here. We are going to do lives. We're back to normal shows. Everyone is back. We had a weird schedule these last few weeks, but everyone's back. So live training today at 9.05. Mitch, Ryan, Zunaid. Uh, I might hop in for a few. Uh, we are not doing, I just said normal shows, but, but we're not doing uh, futures trading today with Ninja Trader. We'll be back with that show next week. We've got live trading. We've got Benzinga Live. We've got Moon or Bust. Um, pretty, pretty usual schedule for the day. Um, so uh, please hit that like button. I haven't asked for likes at all this year. Can you believe it? I've gone the whole year without asking for a like one time so hit the like button hit the thumbs up i'd appreciate that subscribe to the channel if you haven't already i'd appreciate that as well thanks to our guest tim quast please remember all the information from our show is meant to be used as informational purposes not for investing or trading advice i see more tickers in the chat we will get to those tickers if you stick around on live trading coming up next this show will end and redirect to that stream so everyone see you over there and um again happy new year great to be back you know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need viator book guided tours excursions and more in one place there are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from so you can find something for everyone and viator offers free cancellation and 24 7 customer support for worry free travel download the viator app now and use code viator 10 for 10 percent off your first booking in the app find travel experiences for you do more with viator without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.